1: Hey there folks, this is Matt Welch, the Sports Editor with Star Local Media, and thank you for checking out this Rapid Reaction edition of the Star Local Media Sports Podcast. I'm here to recap the regional semifinals in Class 6A softball between Plano Senior and Odessa Permian. For the uh, just the third time in program history, first time since 2011, the Plano Senior Lady Wildcats are headed to the regional finals as they travel, uh, they travel 200 miles west to play at, at Abilene Christian against permian and were able to come away with a two game sweep over the course of those two games Plano was able to win game one an emotional game one one that went extra innings they were able to win that one 10 to 9 game that required eight innings and then on friday they follow up with a far more resounding performance as they eliminate permian with a 12 to 5 victory to punch their ticket to the fifth round um let's look back at the series you know First off, apologies for a bit of a delayed rapid reaction here. Bit of a busy Saturday, but just wanted to uh, just offer up some thoughts from this series. As planos in the midst of a, of a pretty special playoff run right now, and just looking at um at what they were able to do against a a quality Permian team, um, as I you know as I kind of centered around my game story, um, the offense was just incredible over the course of these two games. I mean, it was you know they combined for twenty two runs. Uh, 29 hits, and this is against a Permian team that coming into uh, into this series had only allowed double digit runs one time all season, and it was in the uh, the first round, ironically, against Americas. Um, otherwise, I mean, yeah, but. Just really no match for for this for this Plano team. Um, you know, I was just kind of combing through the uh, just through the overall numbers from this series, not so much game by game. And it is just staggering how there is just just the role that this Plano offense has got on right now. Um, just in every in every facet, you know, in this um, over the course of this series, they had ten extra base hits six doubles and four home runs, there was really just, and they're getting contributions everywhere, and, you know, it's like I said, I I added up the, uh, you know, the collective stats for Plano's lineup for this series, Um, just kind of going through uh, just top, middle, and bottom. The top third of Plano's order, which is, they've stuck with the same, the same order all postseason long. So the top third of the order, which is Emily Knight, Kate Body, Bronte Roden, they combined for nine RBIs in this series against Permian, including five RBIs alone um, from Bronte Roden. Then the middle of the order, Lindsay Edwards, Zoe White, Natalie O'Brien. Those three combined for eleven hits. Um, including ten from Edwards and White. Um, you know Edwards was huge in this series. She had two doubles on you know, five of nine. White went five of eight, one double, um, scored three runs. And then here's here's the craziest part: the bottom third of Plano's order, which is Lily Ray, Audrey McNeil, and Olivia Gorman. Those three collectively hit six hundred against Permian. They went twelve of twenty from the plate, totaled seven RBIs. And here's the how about this? Three home runs, <laughs> and this is the bottom third of Plano's lineup. There was just nowhere for Permian to uh, to breathe at all over the course of the series when they were on defense. Um, like I said, Plano totaled 10 extra base hits over the course of those two games. Their home run streak... You know, I for last Thursday's edition of the Plano Star Courier, I wrote a story just kind of on the uh, on just the power hitting of Plano for Plano and just the important role that that has played in their postseason run and just how I mean, what they're doing right now is just it's it's just jaw dropping, just how impressive this team has been from the plate, um, especially when (laughs) regarding the home run. So after this series, as they hit four home runs, um, you know, the course of their two games against Permian, that now brings their total. To 12 home runs hit this postseason. They've played seven playoff games, and if you want to get technical, they've hit all 12 of those play—they've hit all 12 of those home runs over their last six playoff games. After that, once they were able to just wash away that uh you know that 9-2 loss to Marcus in Game One of the uh, of the first round, their offense has just collectively gone up a notch, just overall. And, no team has really had a uh, a response you know, a response for it, especially from the second round on you know they They beat South Grand Prairie fifteen to nothing they beat a quality flower mount team, one of the better defensive teams in the area. They beat them ten to six in the regional quarterfinals and then they travel out west and just lay the wood to Permian. With uh, you know, yeah, 22 runs over the course of uh, of two games, just a uh, a pretty a pretty impressive run that Plano's on right now from the plate. Um, you know, looking at these two games individually, uh, 10-9 was uh, you know, game one of this series was one of I would say the most emotionally heavy, the emotionally the heaviest game that Plano's had this season. Um, you know, this was a uh, this was a game very befitting. You know, for two teams that kind of came into this one as two of the better offenses. You know, in the uh, in the postseason right now. Where it was just—I mean—it was just constant momentum swings. You know, Permian had a hot start. Then Plano responds with five runs. You know, Permian fires right back. No team really had an edge over the other. You know, Plano was able to get a bit of a—you uh, know—some separation there. I believe that they led—you um, know, eight to five um, in the fifth inning. And then you had a, uh, a lightning delay. A lightning delay which shackled both teams for two hours, so plana was stuck inside of its charter bus for two hours during this uh, during this delay, and then um, you know once play resumed. At around, uh, you know, at around like eleven, you know, eleven fifteen or so, um, you know, Permian was able to find that uh, that second wind. They got three runs over the final uh, over the between the sixth and seventh innings to tie it up at eight and send it into extras. And then Permian actually took a nine to eight lead on Plano in the top of the eighth inning. Uh, Plano is able to respond though in the bottom of the inning with two runs. Um, you know they did, you know they did, uh, you know benefit from from a uh, you know from a defensive miscue from Permian on the fur on the tying run I should say on a uh, you know a shot to center field by Bronte Roden and error um, in the outfield by Permian scores the tying run and then uh, Lindsey Edwards is able to score Kate Body with a uh, with a single into left field for the go ahead. Uh, for the go-ahead game-winning run. The playing first walk-off win of the season, I was told, so uh, pretty good timing there. Um, and then that was one of those games where you kind of wondered, because it was so back-and-forth, I mean, this game lasted until 12.30 in the morning. Um, you factor in the, the rain delay, all the crazy momentum swings in this one. It, it stood to believe that whoever could win game one would probably have a bit of a... Uh, A bit of a stronger uh, mental advantage going into game two, just because, I mean, like I said, while that was about as emotional a win as Plano's had all season, you got to wonder what was going through Permian's head, just having been on the receiving end of that, you know, to have that kind of comeback and then fall short. And then you could kind of see that Plano really built off the momentum of that win with a far more resounding performance in Game 2. They scored two runs in each of the first three innings in Game 2, built a 6-0 lead, never looked back. You know, there was a moment there where Permian was able to close the gap to, I believe it was, 7-5, um, you know, about a, you know midway through, and then Plano just, you know, wasn't having any of it. They scored five unanswered runs over the final two innings, rolled to a 12-5 victory, and, um, yeah, just... Impressive, impressive stuff from uh, from Plano, and uh, collectively, you know, over the course of that entire series, they hit three hundred one from the plate. Their offense is just in such a good rhythm right now, and it'll be fascinating now as we. Uh, as you look ahead to the to the next round, just what that uh, what that means, because as as I'm sure every every Plano fan, you know every you know Plano set the bar pretty high for the playoffs this season. They expected to make a deep run. They expect to be at state, but I'm sure in the back of their heads, they all knew that at some point it was going to mean having to go through mighty Keller. And that is sure enough what awaits in the fifth round. Plano draws the two-time defending state champion uh, Keller Lady Indians. And a uh you know, a Keller team that is I mean yeah, they're coming in looking like looking like you'd expect. I mean they've uh, somehow somehow despite um, you know somehow getting five rounds deep, Keller has yet to play a best of three series. They've done nothing but play one game series and they've managed to hold up their end fine. You know, they uh they you know recorded a couple shutouts to begin you know against Arlington Martin then against friendship and then in the regional quarterfinals they ran up against a Mansfield team that um, was ranked right next to them essentially in the uh, in the state polls were able to win that game eight to four and then you know a, a, a game that Plano could potentially draw something from uh, Wiley a uh, you know one of uh, one of Plano's district 668 bunkmates actually gave Keller a, a sneaky decent game Keller ends up winning this game five to three on the strength they, uh, I believe, let's see. They actually had a. Uh, they scored all five of those runs over the course of their first two innings: three in the first, two in the second, and then Wiley kind of chips away, gets a run in the third, one in the fourth, one in the fifth, and you know, for folks who weren't at this game, Wiley actually had a chance to win this game in the bottom of the seventh. As wild as that sounds, considering Keller's pedigree, Wiley actually put the first two runners. Put their first two batters on base, I should say, to lead off the bottom of the seventh. So you had the winning run at the plate three times. Um, unfortunately, Wiley wasn't able to scratch either of those runs across. Uh, they grounded out to a fielder's choice, and then had two strikeouts to deny the uh, you know the rally. But that was really you know really the first time all postseason that Keller had been put into a bit of a uh, you know a bit of a, a bit of a pressure pack moment. It's a team that hasn't really had to uh, deal with a ton of those over. the these last three postseasons, but nevertheless, they are bound for the uh, for the third round. Their state championship defense is still very much alive, and now we'll um we, we shall see. I've already, uh, you know, I've already seen the uh, the tweet from the uh, you know, from Plano's girls basketball team's uh, Twitter account, likening this to uh, to when the Lady Wildcats went up against Duncanville in the regional finals before their uh, you know their Class Six A state championship run. Earlier this uh, earlier this season, so it'll be interesting to see what happens. You know, there's uh you know if Plano needs to um you know to uh, any any tidbits any advice on how to approach this, you know they don't have to look too far because Keller has plenty of experience playing Plano ISD. This is actually Plano seniors' first crack at at, at Keller during this uh, this run of uh, this reign of terror that Keller's gotten on. But each of the past two years, um, they ran up against Plano East and Plano West at some point during the postseason. Um, including, um, you know, when they won the title back in 2016, they actually opened the postseason against East and then played West. Um, in the regional quarterfinals, that series went three games. It was actually a very competitive series, <laughs> a very, very competitive series. One that I believe Keller uh, eliminated West in a, on a walkoff, I believe, all the way back in 2016 to win that series three to two. In a series that I remember, I think I, re- I remember being at that game three, and it was one that West seemed to be in pretty firm control of, and then Keller just found that second wind in the bottom of the seventh inning, and that was that was all she wrote. They won three to two in that game three, eliminated the Lady. Wolves, and then in 2017, they actually ran right up against East and West in the fourth and fifth rounds. So much better uh, playoff penetrations by Plano uh, Plano ISD that year. But um, in both um, both East and West were able to uh, you know to drag Keller to three games there as well. Um, you know East lost uh, four to three in the uh, you know in their game three in the regional semifinals, and then won. Uh, you know, one series later, West, uh, despite taking Game One of that series, wound up dropping uh, that series in three as well. So the bar's there to at least, uh, you know, for Plano to at least be able to try and take Keller to, uh, you know, to a third game if, in fact, they do wind up playing a uh, a three-game series. But, um, yeah should be should be good I mean these are two teams that are coming in hot they both look like they're very uh, you're very deserving of this uh, of their standing right now as regional uh, as regional finalists out of region one and class 6a as of now these series details have not been announced but um, obviously once that information is available I will let y'all know um, um, otherwise let's see that's um that's about all I had for this um, like I said, we'll be out. I'll be out and about for sure, covering the series. Fortunately, it will not be out in Abilene or, you know, 200 miles away. It'll be much, much closer nearby, two Metroplex teams as they battle for uh, for the right to uh, to go to state. Otherwise, folks, this has been Matt Welch with Star Local Media. I appreciate you for checking out this edition of the Star Local Media Sports Podcast. Um, we'll be back on Monday with another full fledged edition of the podcast itself, as we delve into some good uh, some good times with spring football. We're going to start previewing our districts. Um, or at least laying out a bit of a just kind of a spring ball catch up, a bit of a primer. Just kind of checking in on seeing where our 6A and 5A districts are at. We'll be doing that for the re- through the remainder of the month. So uh, please make sure to check out those podcasts. Otherwise, folks, once again, this has been Matt Welch with Star Local Media. I appreciate y'all for checking this out. Y'all enjoy the rest of your weekend. I'll talk to y'all later.
0: Looking to hire top talent in your community? Look no further than StarLocalJobs.com.